Our featured guest artist honoree will be at the Purple Experience on Saturday, April 29, 2023 at the Baldwin Park Performing Arts Center. Also, get ready for Mayfair 2023, Sunday, May 7, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Carson Civic Center. When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor. Rejuvenate your smile with Dr. Lourdes Kapalong's comprehensive range of dental solutions. Along with general dentistry, Dr. Kapalong specializes in cosmetic dentistry, including teeth whitening, bonding, dental veneers, and surgical crowns. Whether it's urgent care or preventive treatment, she'll take care of you and your smile. To schedule an appointment, call the clinic at area code 323-257-7582. This episode is brought to you by ABBA eServices. <clears throat> and the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, live at Paco's Place, honoré. Honoré. You don't go by Anthony, no? No, who's that guy? Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Boy, your mom calls you, Anthony! No, she goes, hey, boy, get over here. <laughs> Clean up this mess. Take out the trash. <laughs> How you been, man? I've been great, brother. Thank it's you, like bro. deja vu. The first time you were here, mm-hmm. you were part of the, the, uh, the, the bleachers, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you sing, you, you produce... Has it always been that way? Yes, pretty much. Starting with writing, and then a little bit of the singing, you know, and when, then producing. When when did you learn? When when did you find out that you could make a career out of singing? Like <clears throat> yesterday, kind of. No, um, I want to say a few years ago, professionally. You know, I've been doing this professionally. I want to say like eight years now. You know, and and meaning professionally, like getting paid for your work. Right. You know? Now, doing it for your Lola's in the, in, the, in the living room, that's a whole, that's just a given. Let's go back there. So how old, go back to the time that you can remember performing for your Lola. Oh, yeah. Uh, eight put, years old. Put, put the mic closer. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Eight years old, you know. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to my Lola. Lola. Shout out. She's and still around? Ate. No, she's oh, in heaven now. Man. Lola's in heaven. Yeah. Um, but all my ates and everybody, are, they're still here. Okay, know? so eight years old. Yeah. Honorary. Eight yeah. years old. Uh-huh. Tell me about that story because because that's that's what sets you up to 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 your future. Yeah. So they encouraged you. Absolutely. Well, what, what was it like? It, what what was like was uh, what encouraged me was the music. Obviously, was great. You know. What was and, the, what was the music then? Do you, uh, you know, the good eighties and nineties music. You know, like what, what was your what was your jam? My jam. Um, I like eight years old. Huh? Let's go back. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, in my household, you know, I have my five older sisters. Okay. And um, so they always played older music, different things. And so you're the youngest? Yeah, yeah, I'm the youngest. Five sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only boy? Only boy. Dude. Yeah, so it was a little wild. You know? Let's put that to the side. That's, that's the meat and potatoes right <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. But, you know, playing the old school, like those, those uh, Stevie Wonders, the Prince, the Michael Jacksons. the When Doves Cry, Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. So... You know, and then being racially mixed, you know, because I... Have, What's your mix? So, um, 
my dad is black and white and my mom is Filipino. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, man. So it was a little wild coming up, you know. Where, where, okay. You grew up where? Philippines or here? No, here in uh, uh, Pasadena, Altadena area. Ever since? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So six, huh? Six of you. Yeah. What was it like grow just growing up? See, a while ago I was like, what was it, what was it like growing up discovering music? Now, yeah. with five sisters, Ooh. what was it like growing up? It was it was kind of normal, you know. I mean, I didn't really think about it. I, I always wanted a brother, but never happened, you know. And uh, but my sisters, they were on me. They took care of me. My oldest sister, she's actually took care of me the most. Okay, she's, let's let's go one by one. Yeah. Okay, sister number one. Yeah. How? Shout out to all the sisters up, of honor. Yeah. Okay. So sister number one, yeah. be authentic, be nice, huh? yes. yeah. but be truthful. Yeah. How did she treat you? She treated me like her son. You know, she actually raised me. Um, so I call her my big mama sis. Okay. Um, she took me under. She's the one who braided my hair. She got me ready for school. She she really took care of me. She, she spanked Damn. me, whooped me enough, you know, like <laughs> did her best. So she's the one. Um, sister number two. Sister number two, Shelly. She was my sister's sister. Like yeah, you could confide. In yeah, oh she was my, my favorite God. sister. Yeah, and then uh, wait. So with Shelly, did um, if she was your sister's sister, yeah. she she was someone you could talk to about anything. Absolutely. Secrets. Yeah, yeah. So she was a sis. Yeah. No judgment. No, no judgments. You know, she did her best to choose. So like, Big Mama would whoop you. Yeah. Shelly would be, come here. Let's yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> come on, let me protect you. You know, like, oh my gosh. Okay, sister yeah. number three, who is she? Um, Dorsey. Dorsey. Okay, Dorsey. She's a sweetie. She was a she was just a sweet sister. I love I love her. You know, um, just like really nice, kind. You know, yeah. Um, sister number four, Janine. How? What's the gap between? See, I wasn't asking about Big Mama and your uh, age gap. No, but but with Janine, what's the age gap? Yeah, they're they're like. I want to say a few years, maybe four years okay. apart, three, four years, depending. Okay, so, yeah. so Janine and yeah. you, how yeah. was that relationship? Oh, she's great. She was, um, she's she's wonderful. She's wild. She was a, like a firecracker. <laughs> Very different. Always going out with boys and hanging out and stuff. So Did she take you along? No. No. no okay. A little bit, but not not as much. Yeah. All right. So you you were always, you know how to stay. You, this, yeah. is not your, this is not your crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, who's number five? Uh, uh, Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, she's the, like the baby sis kind of like you know she was all sweet and she got she got um, she got me in trouble a lot though. So you guys hung out. You had Melissa. Kinda. No? Yeah. Yeah. You know your age your age gap was close enough. Close, close. You know. So you know I love her. I love them all, man. You know. So they all play a different role in my life. Yeah. So all of them, all of them were into music. Um, no, I, surprisingly, I mean they were fans of music, right? But never really pursued music way i did so what made you pursue music i believe in my heart just um wanting to be a part of something wanting to be a part of like without knowing it like writing you know uh it was hard for me to express myself so through writing it was able to i was able to like get my feelings out okay so when you say part of something Mm -hmm. expressing yourself has this anything to do with identity? Yeah. It, it, oh. It always does. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. Are you comfortable talking sure, about that? Let's JJ, go. JJ asked you what, what's, what's off the table. So. Hold up. Let's roll. Ah. <laughs> okay. So growing up, and I had Kev Luna here. He's a very good singer, mixed race. 
and I asked him the same question. I go, what was it like growing up? And he, and he was like all about identity. Yeah. To us who actually can't relate, educate us. And it's important because have you been to the Philippines? Yes. You know how, 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 how slurry Filipinos can be? Yeah. Like to them, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's something to, to the individual being, um, being uh, focused on, right? But what was it like, like finding, finding your identity, um, coming to your own skin? Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it like? You know, I, when, I look back, like, when I look back at it all, you know, just, it took me 30 years to, to this point now to finally figure, to be uh, comfortable in my own skin and just going through the trials of life and figuring out, you know, where do I associate with, you know, and how do I feel comfortable, you know, and then just finally, like I said, 30 plus years now, I'm finally feeling comfortable. Wow. Yeah. Who's this, um, who, who took over John Stewart? Um, this guy from South Africa. Dang. Can you, can you get, let me off the top of my, my, <laughs> yeah. Um, he had a nice Netflix, um, special and he talked about about being black yeah he he's he's mixed race black okay. and white um trevor trevor noah trevor noah that's the homie yeah he's, he's awesome smart guy yeah right yeah to the point that he actually like if uh, like when i was watching his um his special he was educating everybody in the audience yeah yeah i love it so now growing up right um father's side mixed Mom, Filipino. Mm-hmm. Where did you associate yourself with? Was it more Filipino? Was it more on the on your dad's side? More on the dad side, mm. because you know we 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 stayed out here. Yeah, we only went to like my cousins, the Filipino side, like on the holidays. Uh, you know, it's a typical. You know, and going over there, it's like wow. You know, it's like Disneyland. Yeah. we didn't really have much money. You know, very very humble beginnings. You know, my dad always made sure we had food on the table and somehow he was like a hustler. So I don't know where he got his money, you know, cause he never really worked. You know, he was like, well, my dad is a, he's a doctor. And my mom is a nurse, you know, none of that. It was just, but he, he did what he could. Right. Um, he was a very artistic guy. I, I loved him, you know? Um, and I wanted to be like him to a point, but then around, you know, eight years old, nine, you know, you start to kind of like get your independence. I wanted to skateboard. I didn't want to be like my dad. I started to kind of disassociate, you know, he was more of like a worker, like, let's go change the oil in the car. I'm like, no, I don't want to get my hands dirty. You know, I, was, I guess I was more of a pretty boy. Yeah. You know, and then exploring the arts of music. Was he okay with you exploring the arts? I guess when he talked to his friends, you know, eventually when I started to do like little shows. And no, 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 let's go back to eight, nine. Remember? Let's- yeah. No, not really. He never took me out on like auditions and music stuff. I wish he could have, you know, there was a couple things and it was, I wish he could have. Yeah. yeah. There's an impact, right? Absolutely. Like, speak to the dads. Yeah. You know, I feel like you, you know, if you have kids, I don't, I don't know yet, you know, but, but you, you were have, a kid. Yeah. Right. And knowing like your dependence on your parents to guide you and you know, for whatever reason, it didn't happen for me. Could it be maybe you were baby number six? Like they're, they were like tired already, kind of? Maybe, but then being the only boy, it sets you apart for sure. You know, so I felt like, yo, because when people, they hear about my story, like, oh, you were spoiled. You, I was yeah. like, no, I was not spoiled. I got all of my sister's hand-me-down clothes. I had to wear those pink polos and all that stuff before Kanye did. Cute. You know? <laughs> so I wore that. Um, <clears throat> but coming up, 
at that vital age, you know, like, you know, like, are you going to take me to piano lessons? Are you going right. to, none of that. Oh. And then I was so ashamed, maybe not ashamed, but just like very quiet. And I felt like. More introvertish yeah, about. very yeah. introvertish, you know, and I wanted him to like take me under and, and say, hey, let's, what do you like to do? Well, that, that simple question, right? That reaching out question from a father to a son. What would you like to do? Or what would you like to be? Yeah. Opens up a lot. You never got that. You never got that. No, versus yeah. what he thought he wanted me to be. You know, so it was a little. So there was a push pull. It seems like it. But, you know, as a kid, you don't know what that means. Yeah. You're just like going through life. Like, All right, okay, dad. Okay, mom, sisters. So I think when I started to explore music. Or before music, just writing, you know, because that's when I started to Right, feel. expressing, yeah. right? When did that come out, the, the expression part? Expressions. Writing, writing uh, probably journaling or poems. Yeah, or you When know. did that come out? How old were you? Um, you know, I was, I was kind of like a, a little player in, in, in school. You know, I thought I, I was like Look a little girl. The girls, you know? Let's talk about that part because yeah. being exposed to six women in the house, True. did it make you more comfortable just approaching women and talking to them? Not necessarily. Remember, just, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this from um, mixed race, finding identity. Yeah. Took it 30 years to be comfortable in your own sure. skin. So growing up, there's that certain insecurity, introvertishness, introvert, being introverted. However, with the women, you were able to fit yourself into the <laughs> player. Yeah. How? You know, it, it, it opened my eyes to be more sensitive to, uh, to women. You know, I was like, you know, and you like what you like. So I was like, wow, these girls are cute, you know? And they thought I was kind of cute, you know? So, and that's when the heart started to open up a little bit more. And I was like, yo, like with these feelings, I got to write them down. Couldn't talk about it verbally. So I was the guy in school that would write a note and slide it to you, you know? And, and hope like, hey, are you going to like me or not, you know? You know, so I was that dude versus like the cool. Yeah, wait, and, hey. Yeah, I wasn't that guy. I was the quiet. You were sly. Yeah, I was a sly, cute, uh, quiet guy. Yeah. Scrawny. Very. Yeah. So, you know. High-pitched. Yeah. Hey. I'm hey. <laughs> all right. What's up? You, know, you want to go out? You know, so, you know, but, but within that, the writing of the poem. Right. Uh, it helped me a lot to understand that that transcended into poems to lyrics. And uh, that was my pathway towards music. But then again, when did you, did, did you pick up an instrument? Did you just uh, start creating beats or what, what happened? I didn't pick up any instruments at that time. It was just more writing. Um, um, and then just going along, you know, and then eventually, you know, as I got into 15 or so. Okay. So before the age of 15, how did, like in school, did you expose yourself to band music, to, to the arts? How did you expose yourself? Yeah. A couple of co uh, choir classes. Um, you did that? Yeah. What'd yeah. your parents say when you did that? They were just like, oh, that's cool. You know, but it was not like, like we're going to go to his house, his, his, uh, his performance at night. None of that. It was just weird. Like, so pretty, you were pretty much independent. Yeah. Independent artist to the fifth degree, bro. Yeah. So was it hard thinking about it like that? Now it's hard to think like, dang, you know, I wish, you know, it's like kind of that song. I wish from uh, Stevie Wonder. I yeah. wish they could have been there. But what can you do? You got to keep moving. Do, do the best you can. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you dance too? Oh, yeah. Whom did you get that from? Mom or dad? Probably my dad for sure. Mom can't. She's got four <laughs> left feet, bro. <laughs> But uh, God bless her. I love her. Hey, mommy. I love you, mommy. <laughs> okay. So you danced. 
you started singing. Did you know you can sing? Like you said, eight eight years old, you would perform in front of Lola and the rest of the relatives. But when did you when did you really realize that you know what? I could do this? How old were you when when that happened? Ooh, I want to say around sixteen. I okay, guess. so you were writing before sixteen. Yeah. So prior to that, you were just singing a cappella, thinking, yeah. oh, this could be the right melody for this." True. Okay. Yeah. Not knowing, but just singing along with whatever was on the radio or, you know, in the household. Uh, and it came, it came naturally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it took, it took some time to kind of develop, you know. But, you know, but once again, no one really said, hey, we're going to get you in singing lessons. Right. We're going to get you piano lessons. I, I feel like, yo, if I was that kid, who knows where I could have been now. But that was, this is my journey, you know, and here yeah. I am. So. You know, you know the reason why I'm, I'm I'm peeling it like an onion is because a lot of kids have excuses. Yeah, I'm not hearing any excuse from you. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm really going. I'm that's why I'm really oh yeah, let's roll drilling down. Yeah, because all these challenges, all these obstacles would have you know some some kid would have just said you know what, f this. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do something else or I'm gonna give up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So what made you pursue this in spite of? I believe God. I believe. Uh, wanting to be a part of something bigger than myself and n not knowing it until like recently like all the stuff really recently happened like it came to fruition i guess um as i'm a little bit older now you know mature right um and just grateful for the experience bro you know and not taking anything for granted and like you said not making excuses you know because yeah i didn't have this but what did i do for those times right what did you do i i, I kept moving forward like, 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 let's, let's uh, throw in challenges because this is, this is very educational for those watching yes. instead of doing. True. I mean, we're appreciating them watching, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but, but hopefully after this episode, they'd start doing. True, true. So, you know, I mean, a lot of wish lists for dad, a lot probably wish lists for, for mom, but did not happen. Yeah. But you moved, you moved on. Mm -hmm. Like, let's talk about writing poems. Mm -hmm. After writing a poem, who would who would you who would be your sounding board? Like in my case, when my mom was around, I could easily go down and say, "Mom, mom, listen to this." Mm -hmm. Like, who would you do that to? Oh, I would do that to, to God. <laughs> I wouldn't really expose no, it to people. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, guys, listen to right, this." Right, right, right. No, I was like, kind of nervous. A little embarrassed. This is you, your introvert self yeah. coming through that amplified. Yes. So none? Well, everything that you did, no. you just kept it in a journal? I kept it in a journal or to that girl that I liked. She may have done it, you know, but that's about it. Yeah. All right. All right. So now high school, after high school, what'd you do? High school, after high school, that's when things start to kind of like, like, what are you going to do? You know? Who said that? You or your dad? Both. Ah, uh -huh. what'd yeah. you say? It was an I opportunity. Said, I want to do, do music, Dad. You That's know? what you said. Yeah, I and wanted I, to do it. And at that point, what did he say? He's like, "Well, how are you going to make a living?" You know, I'm like, is, well, "Is he is he strict?" Your dad? No, he wasn't strict at all. He was just more of like, just a straight up type of dad, you know. And he, one word answer. No. Yeah, in a sense. And he's like, "Look, just be careful out there." Nice. That's, that was his way of saying, it, "I love you." Nice. See, see when you're younger, you, when you have like, in my case, I have like friends. Being mixed, I have my white friends because I'm like, cool, I'm part with white. Let me hang out with them. Let me go skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Black fans, let's go hang out and do whatever. And Filipino. And you get to see the differences of their cultures, of how yes. they 
associate with themselves. Yes. And you're like, man, I wish I could have that. What would happen? Um, so why, why, why did you pursue what they had? Because you had, you had those privileges anyway. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates. Ang realtor na pato. You know, the division in families, uh, when you're mixed sometimes, sometimes it's just weird. It, can, you, can you elaborate that? I, yeah. I, go. Yeah, I mean, for whatever, for whatever reason is the culture differences, uh, the way we rate, the way we eat, the way we deal with discipline and education and, yeah. and, and opportunities. We didn't have a lot of opportunities in the black side. We just didn't, you know, versus maybe on the Filipino side, you're already encultured because you have money already. Yeah. You, you have opportunity. Not to say that on the black side, you, d you didn't. You just have to make it. You have to create opportunities. How about the, who's white? Your, your grandfather or your grandmother? Uh, my grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah. So, was she around when you were growing up? Yeah, you know, to the point where you see like this, my grandma, she's like a white lady. And then you see my uncle, he's like very dark. <laughs> and then you see this Filipino dude, what the heck, he's eating lupia over here. And this guy eating chicken. It's like, it was very interesting. Everybody's like, yeah, you're going to be like the next Michael Jackson. I'm like, no, I don't know what. You know, you're going to be Prince. I'm like, no, I'm not. That was your Filipino yeah. Uh, yeah. relatives going. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the next one. It's like, you know. He's going to be the next one. <laughs> So, you know, and you when that's your Michael Jackson. Exactly. So what, what motivated me when, when those dollar bills start flowing on the floor, you know, I said, yeah, make it rain, make it rain, Lola. You know, so. But how, about your, how about your paternal grandmother? Was she cool with you? I mean. Yeah, Lola was great. My paternal, all of them, they were great. Uh, very loving, very strict. And um, I wish they were around to see me now, you know. It's like, yeah, I know they're watching me from heaven. Amen. But man, if they were here now, I, I would feel like they would give me a bigger hug, you know, and say, you know what, you 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 stayed at it, you know, and not to say, um, I I gave up. I may have taken breaks along the way because you know you got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to high school, going to college. So yeah. dad goes. So what are you gonna do now? Yeah. So what you say, music? Yeah. And then what? He's like, well, how are you going to pay your bills? And I said, well, I work. I work three or four jobs. May, Again, made, no excuses. No excuses. Um, 16, 17, you know, that's around the time. Or 18, that's when you get your car from the parents. That's when you're like, you, you, you know, everybody's all excited. You come home and there's a big bowl of a, like a Toyota outside <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the parking lot. That never get, happened. No. no um, you wished it happened. Yeah. So what I did was I worked three jobs that summer. It I worked never happened. Let, let, let's let that sink in, right? Because a while ago you said um, you're grateful. Yeah. You, you have a grateful heart. Yes. Yet having a grateful heart does not stop us from aspiring, mm -hmm. right? You aspired to have that. You you wished you had that, yeah. right? But never never did. Mm -hmm. But when it never came, was there? Were you disgruntled? Yeah, I was. Did you, did you throw a fit? <clears throat> no. I, you know, because that does nothing. You Were know. you still the quiet honorary at that point? Yeah, I was still kind of quiet. You know, and I just made it happen, dude. I was like a ninja. Like, okay, if I'm no, not... Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear it happen. I, I don't want to hear the happening yet. I want to bask in the emotion first yeah. because I want them to feel your emotion mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, right now, this generation, mm -hmm. <sighs> dude, oh, yeah. feeling entitled. Very entitled, right? With a capital E. E. Yeah. So let's let's go back to you, youngest, young, the only son. True. Coming of age, his moment to shine, mm -hmm. right? No pimp, my ride is going None to happen. That. 
So when did you accept the fact that it was not going to happen? On Did they say it wasn't going to happen? Yeah, it was just like, you know. Did you ask for it? I did. I, you know, because I seen my friends. They, their dads bought them the cars. And I was like, Dad, what's up? He was like, well, here, here you go. Here's a stereo. I was like, what? A radio? What in the world? You know? And I was grateful for it. But I'm like, okay, you, radio plus. And I'm looking around. I went to the back back of the house. I, I just knew. But it didn't happen. You, you, were, you were hoping, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is this a trick? It didn't even have to be a new car. Like you were going, is this? Are you messing yeah, with me? Yeah, it's just like the, 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 the pre-present, the pre. And, uh, but, my, you know, my dad, he did what he could, you know? And I was like, all right. I got to get to work. Oh. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. say it's okay that? It's okay that? Did you say that? No. No, I didn't say that. In my heart, I did, you know? And I was like, you know what? My friends got a whip. My other friends got whips. They're all looking cool. Yeah. I don't want to be the passenger. Being the passenger right. side with the friends, right? right. I don't want to be that dude. I got to get my own. So I, I, I worked three jobs that whole summer, busting my butt to save up just $2,000. And I bought me this old car, but it was my car. What was it? It was a, a Mazda, like a Mazda sports car, Mazda RX-7, old school, dude. It was like an 80s car. Like when I rolled up, it was like shaking <laughs> and, I, and I slammed the door. But it was yours. It was mine. All mine, bro. My sisters were sick. They were like, yo, you got that? I'm like, yes, I did. I worked my butt off. How, how did it make you feel? It made me feel like this is, this is going to be. <laughs> That's significant, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be. The, the first step of the rest of my life because I not to say I can't rely on my parents but I can only rely on myself and, and I, your parents at this point were getting older yeah because you're the youngest true okay yep and then so start with the car with the Mazda yeah and then it was like I gotta get out of this house mindset when yeah. you got the car three jobs yep. you, I mean the car was validation that you know what hard work Pays off. True that. Yeah. How did how, how did it shift your mind? At that time, I didn't fully understand, but I just started to rely more and more on myself versus asking for anything. You were still introvert. Yeah, an introvert at this point. Introverted and then slash independent, and that's when it really became to play. Like, if I'm not making it happen, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not going to wait for nobody to make it happen. I can only do me. Are you familiar with the Myers-Briggs? Uh, are you a Sigma kind of guy? You're not Alpha. You, no, no. He's more, he's more, he's more, you're more, you know, you research that, that you're oh. more Sigma. Sigma, okay. We're in, you're independent. You yes. are introverted. You don't care. You can do things by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's your, that's your issue. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess, you know, but I, yeah. And from then, just kept going. Okay, let's talk about the kept going part. Disappointments, because that, that wasn't the only disappointment you had in life. I'm pretty sure you oh. had some. What were, what were some of the major disappointments? With like family? Or yeah, just, family. Ooh, um, family first. We, family first, you know. I, I would just say, um, you know, just supporting certain events and different things. Because then I started to like, I want to do music. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I really enjoy it. It makes me feel want it it makes me feel good you know so now you're in college mm -hmm. three jobs yeah two thousand dollar car yeah you answered dad's first question how are you going to support yourself mm -hmm. 
did you pursue music in college? Uh, yeah, I was in. Or <laughs> you were gonna say no? I ended up doing engineering. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I, I worked regular jobs. You know, um, who paid for college though? I did. You you did. Yeah, yeah. and I'm debt free. Wow. Yeah. God bless you, yeah. brother. I went to. Um, uh, I was out here in Pasadena. I went to Pasadena City College for a few months, and yes. then I, I went. I have family in Houston, so I went to U of H. Okay. And finished college there. Got my degree in in business and music. So, just trying to trying to figure it out. You know, still I wasn't sure, but I'm like, I want to have a good business. I'm not sure what. At least let me get the knowledge of what I could do and some of the and music. Took a, and I took some music, uh, some voice lesson classes too. And some electives. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you're not the best singer. Let's get you back into a basic <laughs> class. I was like, I took an intermediate and they were like, yeah, it was, it was bad. So, okay. So now when, what, what was the turning point for you to leave the house? <clears throat> Ooh, turning point was when I got into a big fiasco with mommy. Um, it was very. Was, was mommy typically the typical Filipino, the stereotype yeah. that you 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 do this? Yeah, you do the. And she had the the she had my chores on the wall, right, dude. Yeah. And I yeah. and I was like, I came home, I was skateboarding, and I was like, you know. Um, and my mom, my biological mom, my Filipino mom, she never took care of me. My big mama sis, my older yes, sis, she yes, was mama. Yes. So she had left, got married. She went. She moved to Houston. So I'm here in the house. I come home and had my chores clean up this and, and it was on the kitchen and I took the paper down and my mom went ballistic bro and she got mad at me and at that time I just couldn't take it all of the hurt of course and um I just called her a b oh lord and I don't curse anymore but at that time I thought I was like a you know crazy guy and I was like I'm tired of you doing all this stuff to me and I called her a B and I slammed the door, dude. It's bent up. So, yeah, it, so, so it's, it's really not good to not share, right? Because they all, yeah. they all pile up, right? Yeah. Yep. So then, then my dad came home. He was like, yeah, I think uh, we, we may need you to get to your sister's house or so, try to figure it out. So is you that know? what you moved, with, we moved to Big Mama's house? Yeah, I went to Houston. And uh, that's when I, so I would go back and forth every summer. But then I really tried to stay there. And, uh, and then eventually getting my own apartment. So, so from Houston, you got your own apartment. Yeah. Here, back here in LA or yes. in Houston? LA. Big jump, huh? Yeah, man. It was crazy. Okay. So what was your job as a, as an independent? Like, like now you have your own apartment. Mm -hmm. What was, did you, did you do a day job? What did you do? Yeah, man. I did everything. I was hustling. I was Chuck E. Cheese. I was that dude with the suit, <laughs> slanging tokens. I was doing all that kind of stuff. I worked, um, security jobs i did um, a guy with a diploma yeah i did a lot of stuff and then i worked in the office corporate a little bit i hated that um i did anything i could you know to, to kind of like uh, pursue my dreams you know so like what was the what was the what was the degree for degree it was in business, business no, what, no, what, why 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 even pursue that if you weren't going to do that right away you know what i mean yeah i think because of the parents like you know at least get something in business you know okay it was one of those things that kind of yeah. stuck with me like like you know what? this is for you now let me do me yeah ah so i did that you know but it helped it all that helped you know because it gave me the tools to run certain things and learn uh principles and very percentages. important right yeah because we want to be entrepreneurs Okay, yeah. so working uh, the nine to five, hustling, yeah. providing for yourself, still with the Mazda? No, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 
I leveled up, bro. <laughs> yeah, I leveled up and, you know, I got me a Beamer, dude. Beamer? Yeah, people thought I was a drug dealer and stuff, but I was like, yo, I got to have it. So it was nice. It wasn't the, the brand new one, but it was mine's again. What was it? Yeah, it was a three series. And ah. I, yeah, and then I had a Mustang too. I was rolling, bro. Like people thought like, yo, he must be doing something. But I was um, very legal. Like I'm so clean, bro. I don't do none of that stuff. And you were single. Yeah. You still are? Single, yeah. Up to now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you were taking care of yourself, mm -hmm. doing everything, you know, keeping your nose clean. Yeah. Everything, everything on the table. Yeah. What, what made you go, you know what? Time to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. When did you say that? Oh, um, when did you know it was time? I knew it was time when I, I want to say when I came back from the Philippines, you know, what was it, 2008? You know? How long were you in the Philippines? Though? I was only there for a few weeks. Okay, you were there, and, yeah. but it opened your eyes to something. It did. What, 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 um, what was the epiphany about? About It's like, yo, I want to I wanna live good, you know, I want to... I think when you travel, no, I don't think I know when you travel. Preach it out because it I'm, I'm the same thing. It opens your yeah. eyes, bro. Like, It's true, right? Man, I'm telling you, like some of my friends never left the city blocks. You know, they didn't even probably know what a passport was. But when I got my passport and thank God to music, um, it, it really helped me. Like when people want to pay me to travel across somewhere and I get to see stuff, there's so many benefits within that. You know, and especially with the Philippines, because I was able to see, like, this is part of my culture. I may not fully understand it. I don't know Tagalog. I know a few words, but this is part of me. And no one can take that away from me. Right. And it's up to me to immerse myself as much yes. as I can. Yes. So it helps. So when I seen that, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, when I went to Bermuda, when I went to different India, I was like, yo, this is this world is huge, bro. And I love it all. So, you know, what, you know, what, I agree with you, because when I was younger, I was like my friends. I had friends who would travel and I was, I was like telling them, dude, I'd rather buy a car than travel because at least I can see the tangible. Yeah. But after traveling, you wasted your, you've wasted your money and that's gone. And they said, Paco, you're wrong. Because when you travel, it's like an education in, in 3D. Mm -hmm. it, de it deepens the colors in your mind. Of yeah. The world. Yeah. You know, we read it, we, we Google it, but man, it's nothing better to go to yes. Africa yes. and see a, a really pet a bear or something yes. like that. Or I mean, an elephant, like, yo, a million I ain't dollars. petting a bear. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty cat. <laughs> Is that my hat? <laughs> you come back with a love, like, no, no finger. Like, <laughs> so it opened your eyes. And yeah, then when man. you came back. I came back, I was like, man, I want to do this more. I, I really want to explore music more. And, um, And do it really professionally. Okay. And do it really professionally. Aspiration is okay. Um, running, it, running it in your head is okay. But it's nothing compared to actually committing to it and doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Was there, was there, did your nerves get, get to you? Like, am I really going to do this? Am I going to do this? What was the transition like? You, were, you had a job. Mm -hmm. You have commitments, you have bills. Yes. And then what made you, 
chef did you do this full time or did you blend everything blend in? it you know because yeah those bills is coming in no matter what okay so you know i, I was actually working um for south pasadena unified mm -hmm. uh working with kids yeah and i love kids man kids are the, the greatest they're cool i can I are you are you sprinkling breadcrumbs on their thoughts so that they can grow up into fine young people mm -hmm. i do my best Good. to yeah because they look up to you you know and um I believe in uh, role models. Yeah. I, you know, some people are like, no, that's the responsibility of the parents. Yes, to a degree. But if you're in the public eye, yeah, I feel like there there should be some accountability of what you say. Amen. And for me, I can only be responsible for my brand. So Honoré is associated with positivity. Honoré is associated Amen. with like good music. It's sexy vibes. Yeah. Of course, I like the ladies. Yeah. You know, but it's clean. It's like it's it's done tastefully. Right. Yes. Um, and the kids, man, like, cause I have five sisters, they all got kids. So yes. I'm, I've been around kids all my life, bro. Being the babysitter, being yes. the cool uncle, uh. sometimes being in the delivery room, seeing them like, yo, I don't want to see my sister <laughs> like that, man. I ain't trying to They're like, are you the dad? I'm like, no, I'm the brother, you know? So, okay. So doing that with a, with a, with a school district and then transitioning into yeah. entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. was it easy? Was it difficult? Was it scary? What was it? Yeah, it was all that. It was, it was, it was because of, um, taking a chance on your on your dreams bro like taking a chance on your dream yeah because we're comfortable with the paychecks coming in every two weeks preach that huh? because yeah. a lot of people are, are at the crossroad yeah and especially with me because i didn't have anything to back up on my dad had passed years ago i take care of my mom since my dad had passed and this is the reason when i came back from the philippines when i seen like this is what i wanted to do dad had passed and i had to deal with that so that's why my career kind of stopped for the Philippines and a lot of the Filipinos, not a lot, but the people that remember me, like what happened to you, bro? Yeah. And now I'm finally at a comfortable place to talk about my story, to be, to share. Yeah. There's some value with it. Of course. You know? And, uh, but yeah, just, just being able to break away from the corporate sector to say, look, I'm going to invest everything I have. I may only, I may only have $500 in the bank, but I'm going to utilize this to make it work. So you're investing in yourself. Yes. Yeah. Invested in myself and the money that I did make on the road, I got the little keyboards, I got the little the little interfaces. Once I learned that, I traded it in, got the bigger ones, you know, to to be able to get to a point where I have a full fledged studio to help not just myself yes. but to help others. Amen. Yeah. How does it feel now? It feels great. I've once again, like I said, it took me thirty years to figure this out. So finally, it's happening. Yeah. And now here in LA, you're plugged into the Filipino community. Yeah. How did that happen? It really happened during COVID. Um, well, let me go back. Yes. When I went to the Philippines and I, I was at the Araneta, I was little me, bro, singing my songs at the Araneta with Pussy, Pussycat Dolls, Nicole. Woo. Fine, bro. Spell um, her last name. Spell it. Swear Spell it. S-C-H. <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, Nicole, the, the, the rest of the girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, it was great. And shout out to, I want to send a shout out to Riza. Riza Pasqua. Pasqua. Um, one of the best. She's the one who started it all for me. I have to, you, you have to give the people yes. the props. And if it wasn't she's for She's the best. So yeah. Shout out to you, Riza. Yeah. So if it wasn't for Riza, she would have, I would have never been exposed to any of this. I would have just been like the kid, mixed kid in, in America. So I, I thank, thank God for her. She opened the doors for me. Um, How'd you meet her? I met her through, um, um, what's the guy's name? Um, he had a big event at Magic Mountain with Jasmine Triaz. Yeah. 
and uh, we're all young, dude. You know, dude, when was this? Two thousand five. Just back in the day. Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, because she and, was uh, handling. She was taking. She was handling Jasmine Tree at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jazz, I met Jazz, uh -huh. and and, uh, and was like, "Yo, let me see what we could do with you, bro." You know, and I had a song, um, "Let's Stay Together" remake from uh, Al Green, mm -hmm. and it blew up over there, bro. And it was enough for them to be interested in me. So I went, I went over there. And uh, Riza says, let's go. I'm going to see what we can do, you know. And they, they embraced me, bro. It was kind of crazy. Uh, culture shock because I didn't know what to say, how right, to act. Right. You know, I was acting too black, too American, you know, not Filipino enough. Um, but I, I, I'm very grateful for her, you know. And I haven't seen her in a while, you know, a few years. She's, she's actually in charge of what? Live Nation for the Asia Pacific. Yeah. yeah. So call me up, Riza. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, do, I definitely want to give it up to her. But then now. Now. Um, I, I want to give it up to uh, Ate McDiaz. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Lourdes Capolong. Because during COVID times, she was the one who was really working with a lot of Phil Am artists. And somehow she reached out to me on Facebook and says, hey, Honoré, um, you want to be a part of this? And I thought about it like, because I was kind of salty towards the Philippines. I was like, they didn't embrace me the way I should. You know, I was kind of feeling really bad about it. Yeah. I didn't think they accepted me, even though it was cool. Right. And um, I was like, let me give it another shot, you know? Good. I'm mature now. Oh, I'm trying to be, you mm. know? I'm a, and I have something more to say yes. versus just trying to be the cool, sexy guy. Like, so many of those. But what else do you got? You know? You got abs? Okay, cool. We got abs. What else do you have? <laughs> you know? Do you have something else in between here? Yes. Do you have something sustainable uh, within your music and your brand, you know, and I think that's. I mean, these are good. These are good questions, right? and I hope they. I hope you guys really rewind and write those questions yeah. down because. Yeah, because you know the prettiness and all the filters fades the, away, man. Oh, please, yeah. man. It's like I mean, it's great. Yeah, it, it's 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 necessary to a degree, but for me, I can only speak for myself. Like, if I'm gonna jump back into this game, especially in the Filipino market, uh, what's gonna make me different? You know, how, I'm already gonna be different, but more we want more yeah you know and now i feel like more comfortable to talk about the story besides the music there's a story like there is did you go to jail like we're, we haven't seen you in years bro i was like nah man i'm not trying to go to jail for nobody you know but this is the reason dealing with my dad and then dealing with my shit sister shelly she passed too that's oh. two two people that you love the most oh. that you got to deal with bro shelly's number two yeah man oh. so i had to like figure out what am i gonna do now you know and through it all and COVID and all that stuff, I, I just stayed, I persevered, I created a new, uh, a new album, and um, now I'm back with the, the Philippines, you know, and just like, I want to share my story because I feel like they should know about me. How did you deal, where were you when your dad died? I was here. Um, I was actually, no, when, my, when, when I found out the news, I was on my way to the airport. I was about to board the Texas plane. Texas yeah, to LA. Uh, yeah, my sister called me and she goes, dad just passed. You know, and I'm, I was about to board the plane to go see him. Was he sick? Yeah. Yeah, he was sick. He smoked. And, uh, you know, he just, his health deteriorated. Deteriorated, yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, Pop, you know, I didn't get a chance to say. It probably deteriorated to when you left for Texas anyway. Yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah, you know. So it's crazy. Only boy? Yeah. So is it, is it, is it? Let's, let's, hypothetical, huh? Could it be you and that, you and your dad have the same traits? Probably. Think about it, yeah. huh? Like he had, like, he 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 had a lot to say. Probably couldn't say it. Just like you, mm -hmm. I'm not doing a McDiaz on you. Don't worry about yeah. it. 
It's all good. You're like going. You're like I'm not. I'm not no, no, cry. no, no. Bring it. No, it's no, cool. No, but I'm. I'm. I'm just thinking, yeah, right? Yeah. Because, because he's. I mean, damn. Yeah. Could be, no. Could be. Yeah. You know, he's in me. I represent him. You know. So he. So on the way home, who who gave you the news? Shelly. Yeah. No, no, Danielle. Danielle. My big mom. But my big mama says she called me right before I boarded the plane, bro. So it's like, what do you do? I'm on the plane. I didn't cry because I'm like, I'm a, I, by myself again. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm always by myself, bro. Like, it's weird, bro. But I got on the plane because I was going to go see him. But I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. You know, so I got on the plane. As soon as I touched down, I had to go into business mode. Funeral arrangements. Right. Doing all this weird stuff that I never had to deal with. Before. Being the man now, right? True that. Yeah. And then my mom was there. Biological. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, mom, when we go back home, you're coming back with me. I'm going to take care of you. The mom that never took care of me, my Filipino mom. Yeah, the one, and we we have a great relationship. Now. But guess what? Yeah. Your dad took care of your, yeah, your 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 biological mom. Yeah, yeah. I was grateful to have them both. And 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 now you have your dad in you. True that. And now your dad's legacy is alive and well. Honore. Honore. Yeah. Taking care of yeah. your. I mean, dude, such blessings, no? Such. I mean, the the turn of events. Yeah. So. Now that now that you're comfortable in your own skin, now that you have closure in some parts of your life, how about the rest? Are you okay leaving them open ended? You know, life life happens. It, it's it's all a matter of how you deal with it. I've dealt with it the best way I could, and I'm still here. You know, I'm still standing like Elton John, bro. You know, and now in a in a more mature, respectful. But confident and strong way, it's like now I have something more to say. All the more the reason why I'm like, okay, Filipino community, you may not have known about me, but I want you to know about me now. You know, I'm going to do my part to know about my culture, to work with artists, and not just be like, look about me, but to, I feel like, look, we got Bruno Mars hitting. He's yeah. been hitting for years. We have her. Jokoi. Jokoi. But mixed people. I'm saying more mixed. More uh, mixed. Her. Her is mixed. The girl. Yeah, loved her guitar. I mean, Black like, and Filipino. Yeah. So, like, you got these people, they should know about me, too. You know, I didn't get the chance at that time. Joey's mix, huh? Yeah, he's, I love that guy. But I didn't get the chance because I had to deal with that. I had to deal with yeah. different things. So, I felt like I missed that wave. Because imagine if I would have stuck with it. And I stayed in the Philippines and, and built. Who, who I could have been like JR and Chris Lawrence. All these guys that I grew up with and I did shows with. And I missed that wave. Instead of being salty about it, it's like, okay, it wasn't my time then. It's possibility it could be my time now. Let me do something about it. Once again, like I knew my dad wasn't going to give me the car. Let me do something about it. All I can do is do my best. And that's why being on your platform, <coughs> sir, all these platforms, the, 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 the real me, people. Let me do something about it. Yes, sir. That's, that's a good slogan. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And now I have something to say. Besides like, hey, I'm cute, guys. Look at me. Forget that. Listen to my music. Of course, I feel it's great. I feel it's dope. But then there's a story behind it, too. Let's talk about your music. Yeah. <coughs> so, we were texting and you were asking me if I listened to your music. Said no. Only because I hate listening to music without context. Ah, gotcha. There's a method to your madness. Yeah. I feel you. Like, like now I know you. Yeah. No, I know of you. And I, I'm, I'm listening to the backstories. It opens up the reticular 
to make you focus more on the music and really immerse yourself in yes. the music. That's 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 why I dig it. I love it. So tell me about it. Like when you when when you started producing, mm-hmm. was it scary? No, it was fun. It was love. It was purple. Mm. That's your color. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, tell me the process of how you made purple. What was your mindset? What was your mindset and state of mind? Two mm-hmm. different things, and your emotional state as well. Oh man, it was a it was a movie written in real time. It was it was life. Explain and and you know what? Me and the rest of the people <laughs> watching, we're all probably gonna go to Spotify after Please. this and listen to and it, listen right? To this. But yeah, man, Pac, I'm so proud of this project because it was birthed out of love. It was birthed out of the pain. And it was, it was also, and the resolution of it. So the resolution. Yeah, of it. man, it was great because. So there's an arc. It is, is an arc. And then there's a golden ending. There, there's something at the end that's like, you know, it's going to be okay. So purple obviously is the color of, for me, I love purples and it's the color of love. It's the color of Prince. Prince is my favorite yep. artist of all time. Not I, Michael I, Jackson? No, no, no. Michael Jackson's like, he's great. He's the king of pop, but nobody, for me, in my opinion, is the greatest artist of all time that can do oh, everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. Prince, for me. Yeah. So it was my ode to Prince because he was like my brother. He was the guy that I looked up to. And I'm like, yeah, I want to play everything. I want to write everything. I want to have all these fine ladies. I want to have a cool motorcycle. Yeah. I didn't have the high heel boots. Or anything, but, <laughs> but he just inspired me so much. So it was like an ode to him. But when I create, you know, there's chords. There's different things. I don't see that. I see colors. So when I'm working on something, I just don't think about it like that. It, it's just my approach to it. And I just create. And it's a gift from God. And Amen. somehow I wanted to like create a full album fully produced and written by myself. So Purple came pre-COVID. I was in this amazing relationship. I was actually, this is the first time I'm actually going to say this. Um, <laughs> I was engaged, bro. Dude. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I was engaged and I was going to do the grown-up thing. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you go to school, you you, you get the degree, and, and then you meet the one, the and then you get married. Thing, yeah. Man, yeah, I met the uh, I met the, the love. Don't don't shortcut this story, <laughs> huh? You started it. <laughs> so it was like, the fans were like, people were like, what's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, uh, we I met this this wonderful woman. And man, it's like when it's just certain cars that pass you by in life. You're like, yeah, yeah. And your heart just it just takes five leaps out of your body. Yes, it has to. Yeah. So, we we got together and um, loved very deeply. I love this woman deeply. Did you, did you live together? Yeah. Okay. Eventually, after okay. we got serious and, dude, I, 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 there's something within a man, like when he says, look. I only want to be with her for the rest of my life. I'm going to be with her. I'm going to go to the mall, to the grocery store yeah. with her. And I'm okay with that. Girl. And, yeah. and when I got to that point, when every answer was yes, that's when I said, you know what? I think I want to marry this girl. You know? And I find myself looking at little rings and different things. I'm like, dang, that's a lot of money. Like, okay, um, let, me, let me do the calculations. See, look at you. That's a lot of money. Let me do the calculations. You are not like, that's a lot of money. Okay, maybe later. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That that mindset that you have, that that character trait that you have, yeah. you're always looking for solutions to. Yeah, okay, you know? go. And then. And I felt I felt like all the 
the the crap that I've been through in life, you know, the ups and downs, I felt like she was the reward, you know? It's like, okay, God's like, okay, we got you, son. You're going to be okay. You're in good hands with this one. Long story short. No. Let me long story short. <laughs> so. I, we, we, <laughs> oh, my. This is like public. This is the first time we actually. But in a privileged. Respect, privileged. Yeah, okay. in, in a respectful manner, she, she, was a, she was a wonderful woman. Um, we loved. I loved her so much, bro. Like I. It, good memories. With, a lot of good memories. Yes. With every pore and inch of your body. And your bro. friends and your families. Yeah. They were rooting for you yes. guys. Oh. And we had an engagement party. We did everything. We got the the venue at the Malibu. Everything was set up. This was beach. pre-COVID? Pre yeah. Yeah. 20, 20, uh, 20. Yeah. 17? We yeah. No, 2020. We were supposed 2020. to. Oh. Yeah. That was when we were going to get married, you know. And um, come to find out, I was so in love with this woman. There was certain situations with addiction and um, drinking addictions. You had that? She had that? She, she had, had that. that. Yeah, and, uh, and I didn't know and, how to deal with it. Bro. And be okay. I didn't know how to deal with it because I don't drink or smoke. Yes, I'm pr pretty much the cleanest guy you would kind of meet, but no judgments or anything. I just didn't know. I didn't know how to deal with it, and I didn't know how to support her the best way she needed to. And you were loving her unconditionally, yeah. which doesn't help. Yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, and I became like dependent, codependent on the situation. Because sometimes, if you love someone unconditionally, you tend to what be an enabler to yes. the person. Yeah, so it just it just snowballed into more and more occurrences of her in these situations that are so detrimental. Not so, what, so what happened? The the introverted honoree came yeah. back and just you just kept your mouth shut. I until until you couldn't take it anymore. Until I couldn't take it anymore, and then <clears throat> you plead, you beg, and, and not so much for her safety. Oh, okay. You know, because I, 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 unfortunately, I had to, f I found her in multiple situations where it was very, you know, you see somebody passed out in their car or yeah. like I'm doing shows. I'm at work. When I'm on stage, it's work. It's yes. fun work. Yes. But then I'm like seeing her out in the crowd and I'm like counting how many drinks she has. Like I became a whole different person. Yeah. And I, I was like disintegrating, like just in my heart. And I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I was like, I can't believe this is happening to the person that I want to be with. I really, truly wanted to be. So you were in conflict with yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> right? Yeah. yeah. Do I, do I not? Do I, do I not? Because mm -hmm. I, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but um, happened to me. It happened to me. But for some reason, this person broke up with me. But I was like, oh. but then again, when I was there, it was like I was finding reasons to 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 turn a blind eye on the addiction yeah because i love the person yeah. right but then again the logic the logical side of me is like dude jump get out of that situation and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm torn between myself how about you were you i was the opposite I, I i turned to it i wanted to talk about it because i wanted to fix it uh, and not knowing at the time that you can't fix it you can't fix addiction that's up to that person yeah and I didn't, I didn't, I really didn't understand. I have a lot of family members who, who have addictions and all the more the reason it showed me what not to do. Right. So I utilize those tools, utilize those experiences as a tool for like, look, I'm definitely not going to do that. It may look cool to people, but I'm not doing that. And I'm, I feel like a rare unicorn because you don't really find maybe guys, I guess, yeah. or, or just like, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Good for you. I don't curse. 
Good. And it comes off. Sometimes people think, oh, he thinks he's all that. It's like, no, it's just not for me. But when I, when you were about to marry somebody that has that, and I tried to control it, bro. Like I did my best to, you know, like I'm going to surround it with good friends. She's going to come move down here. Some more situational, yeah. right? Change the environment yeah. kind of thing. And thinking that would, that would change the situation. But I didn't know that she had her own situations to deal with. And maybe that's the reason why she turned. So we, we went downhill real fast, bro. And up until the point where it's like we stopped. I, I couldn't, I couldn't Remember, handle you guys were living together at yeah, this point. Yeah. Couldn't handle, couldn't handle seeing it. I couldn't handle the sweetest woman you would see. And I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the store. 20 minutes later, she's coming back a whole different person and very mean. And she's such a beautiful person. And um, it just turned for the worse. So I had to. How? It, it's just, uh, you know, um, I, I think when you, when you love someone so much and you, when you're on the ground begging them to stop, is it for me or for her? Is it for us? It's for everything, you know? And I seen like the train, it was like a train coming to us and it's, it was gonna hit us no matter what. And I still tried to the very end. I begged so hard, you know? And within all that, I'm writing these songs for the album. Yeah. And it was beginning of the, 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 the first part of the album is the love. It's just the beginning of the fire when you're meeting somebody and how magical it is, you know? And then you, you know, nothing's perfect, but then you deal with it and you deal with the loss. So when she left, um, I, 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 my whole life left with it, you know, your life leaves. And she left during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're sitting at Thanksgiving. When yeah, locked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When, you're, when you're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner by yourself and you're, 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 the love of your life is in the bedroom passed out, man, that's the moment, bro. And uh, I, 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 I knew that... For whatever reason, God, this is what you're sh you're trying to show me something. I'm not sure what. That was that was that was Thanksgiving 2020. Yeah, November 26, 2020. Yeah, and then her moving out shortly after that, and not seeing her anymore. It was a lot. It's deep, man. Not seeing, not seeing her anymore. Yeah. Decisions, no. Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 live and we we try. You know, after that. I had to go back to how to prepare myself. From of course. Situation. Yeah. So I was like, yo, what am I going to do? I mean, I seek therapists. I went to a therapist. Uh, you I, know, what? going to a therapist helps, though. Yeah, I did. It was, it was, it was one of the best things I did. Instead I of burdening your friends. No, like no, burden. No. Yeah. And I also went to Al-Anon. Okay. I went to Al-Anon because I didn't know what these places were. Friends said, look, you should go to Al-Anon. It's a place that could help support yes. you. Yes. So I got, the, I got the, the, the knowledge that I needed for me, not for her. But at that time, I was thinking, like, maybe I can get the tools to fix us. No. It was about fixing me. So during this whole experience, I'm writing this album. You know, when I first met my fiancé or my ex-fiancé, we were together. Everything was great, you know. But then, you know, trials and tribulations of life, and you, you write what's in your heart for me. Yeah. And I wrote it in the heartbreak. And I'm like, yo, come back. So everything's on purple yeah. in, in the album. It's all there. So you 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 the beginning of the album is all love, it's fun, and then there's a twist, you know, and then you're dealing with the person, and you're like dealing with like the heartache, and like yo, come back, you know, what can we do to fix this, and knowing like there's nothing more we can fix because that person or that situation, it, it just it is what it is, you know, and but at the end of the at the end of the album, there's a song called Thrive that I'm very proud of. What's it about? It's about surviving through it all. It's about you know what, living in this life can get harder trying to find the right way to go now. 
All I need, all I need is a little sign. Can anybody hear me? What's the use of learning from my mistakes if I never turn love and elevate? I know that it's going to get better, so I better not give up. And that is like my rocky moment. It's like, okay, you know, once again, you will survive this. Life happens no matter what. We all have a story to tell. Yeah. Purple is just my story at the moment. Yeah. You think you'll ever fall in love again? Yeah. Because I have a heart. It's still beating. You're not, you're, no PTSD? Nah, man. You know, um, it was funny because I was in the studio right before I came here and just remembering like, yo, I remember when we were here and we recorded different things. But it, it's, it's the grand experience of life. It, it, it has many twists and turns. It's many, it's multidimensional. It's, it's how you deal with it. And to me, it's like, I know, I know my worth. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates. Ang realtor na pato. You know, and doing it in the best way I can without being overly cocky, but just confident enough to like, look, when it's time for me to uh, shine, I'm going to shine. But then when it's time to just chill, be you, be cool, you know? And it's like with love, relationships, family, friendships, I want to do my best to be as purple as possible, loving. And that's where everything goes back to the love. With love, it's a beautiful, heart, heartfelt, but it can be very hurtful too, all at the same time. And it's still good. You learn from it. To the person watching this, and I, I, again, like what I keep telling all my guests, if we can touch the heart of one person, you and I have done our job. Yes. That's all we need. Yes. Just one person. One person can change the world, right? And what if that person's watching right now? Because of this episode and all. If there's this person watching who's unsure of himself or herself, who has all these excuses, all these pent up anger, all the why me, the victim mentality, what can you advise this person? Ooh, stop being the victim. Stop pointing fingers. Yes, mom and dad should have been there. Your friends should have been there. Him or her didn't have to do you that way. But you know what? You're still here. You have an opportunity and you owe it to yourself to get up. And do something about it, you know? If it's a bad relationship, if, it's, if you want a better job or better situation, no one's going to give you nothing. I don't care how, hard, how pretty or cute you think you are, how many likes you have on Instagram. Get that out your head. That's not real. What's real is, is your feelings. And coming to the point where you see yourself in the mirror and just being honest like, yo, do you want better? I want better. I'm going to do everything I can every single day to do something good. And it will add up, I promise you. So whoever is out there, no excuses, no ceilings. Just go for your heart, your dreams, and make yourself proud. Do it for you. Don't do it for your kids. Don't do it for mom and dad. Do it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, honore. <laughs> Woo! Post links of his social media also linked to the Spotify Spotify um, link for purple we'll put it there support huh? support honor